Ephesians chapter 6, and I want to read verse 12. Amen. Tell your neighbor verse 12. All right, all right, all right. Verse 12. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. I want to talk about this morning, we win. Who our struggle is really with. Who our struggle is really with. On Wednesday night, I told you that spiritual warfare starts in the unseen, in the spiritual world. Basically, what you see in spiritual warfare in the physical started in the spiritual world. There is a spiritual world. It exists. And the devil wants you to be ignorant of that world. Are you with me? As you develop your faith in God and you learn more about the schemes of the devil, there is another area that you have to focus on if you're going to understand how to win the battle. There's a couple of precursor things and presuppositions I want you to understand is number one, you've already won. We are not fighting from a position to win because we've already won. I'm going to say it one more time. We're not trying to win the battle, which is trying to go through the battle because we already have the victory. For instance, amen, if you watch the NFL Network, every now and then, I don't know if any of you watch the NFL Network, but if you watch the NFL Network, you'll realize that there are times that they show games, amen, that's already been played. And the one thing that they announce at the beginning of that game is who the winner is. I wish I had somebody. You and I are not fighting from a position that, if we're going to win, maybe we'll win. We already have the score. And the score is this, that we have won. The problem happens is when we get into life and then the devil will use people. He will use circumstances. He, he will use difficulties. He'll use a difficult boss. He'll use a difficult child, a difficult spouse. He will use the weakest link around you to make you believe that the battle is with people. Are you with me? If you look at Ephesians chapter 6, I want to just want to show you something. I'm going to deal with this more at 11. Look at verse chapter 6, verse 1. It says children. See that? First relationship. Family relationship. What he wants to do, he wants you to think it's your family. He wants you to think it's your kids. He wants you to think it's your parents. Because if you look at the text, watch what it says. Children, obey your parents. 
Amen. Verse 4, he says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instructions of, in the Lord. Watch this. So what he does is he destroys the father, make him illiterate to the word of God so he cannot bring up his kids in the instructions of the Lord, but he brings them up in abuse rather than the instruction of the Lord and discipline because he doesn't know the word of God. Oh, y'all ain't trying to hear me. Satan is a strategist, and he has a strategy. Children, look what he says, fathers. Look what it says in verse 5, slaves. Now, what he's talking about here is being an employee at your job. I wish I had somebody. He says, slaves, be obedient to those who are your what? Masters, according to the who? Flesh, with what? Fear and trembling in sincerity of heart, as to Christ. In other words, he said, don't go to work and just please your boss. Do your job because you're doing it for Christ. Relationships. How many of you got difficult relationships at the job? I wish I had somebody. How many of you have difficult relationship with your parents? How many of you have difficult relationship with your children? But watch this. Watch what he goes on to say. He says in verse 9, he says, now masters. So he's not just talking about but see, here's the thing. If you're working for someone and they're not Christian, they're not going to treat you right. And see, what the devil does is he uses flesh and blood. He uses the most intimate relationships. I wish I had somebody. You spend most of your time at work. Some of you do. Come on, somebody. You want a happy family, don't you? You want a happy marriage, don't you? And what the devil does is that he attacks relationships, y'all. That's the context. And then if you go on down, he says in verse 10, he says, finally, be strong, what? In the Lord. And in the strength of his might, he says, put on the what? Not the piece of the armor, but the full armor. This is what the armor looks like. This is what a Roman soldier would look like. Amen. And his armor is set to protect his heart, to protect his mind. And I'll deal with that at 11 o'clock. But watch this though. He says, for our struggle, I'm sorry. He says, put on the full armor of God. Amen. That you may be able to stand what? Firm. You see, what the devil wants you to do is to lose your balance. He wants you to be thrown off. But how, how does he do that? The text says, uh, stand firm against what? The schemes. Now, this word is methodio in the Greek, and, and it, the word simply means deceit. It, it's a strategic, deceitful way of giving you a position, a point of view in life that you are losing. But what did I tell you already? We won. I'm going to say it one more time. Whatever you're praying for, God has already given it to you. You want to know why? Here's how I know why. First of all, when you look at the prodigal son, the older brother, I said this on Friday. You see, uh, I'm not praying 
believing that I may get it. I'm praying because I already got it. And because I already got it, all I got to do now is believe it. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not trying to pray to receive anything because he says, ask and you shall receive. That is a first-class condition. It means it's a fact. If you obey and exercise the principle with the right mindset that you've already won, then what you're asking for, you will receive it. Do I have a few people in here who want to say amen with me this morning? Watch this. The prodigal son said, man, dad, you, you, didn't, you look what you done did for him. You done gave him, you done killed a calf, you done put a ring on his finger. You ain't never did that for me. You ain't never did. So not only was he jealous, not only was he upset, but what he didn't realize is what he already had. See, when you don't know what you have, you, you start playing a victim or you start feeling like you've been victimized or you start feeling like I'm living right and it ain't getting me nowhere. But that's a lie from hell. That's a scheme of the devil. Watch this. The prodigal, the prodigal daddy said, son, you've always been with me. And what I have, Lord have mercy, has always been yours. But all you got to do is flip back to Luke chapter 5 and ask, seek, and knock, son, and it shall be given to you. That's what I'm talking about illustratively of what the schemes look like. He wants you to believe that you got to beg God. You got to keep asking God. But can I tell somebody something? Your struggle is not with people. And so, and so we go on to verse 12. And look what he says. He says, now listen, Paul is writing from a prison. Uh, he's, he's in prison and he's writing. And can you imagine writing from a place where you've been through so much, but you're writing telling them that the battle is not with these people that just arrested me? Lord have mercy. The, the battle is not with, with flesh and blood. This is why I believe we can avoid arguments. We can avoid a whole lot of crap in our lives with people. You can stop hating people. You can stop being all broken up. You know why? Because it's not them we get mad at the wrong person we praying god will do something for us. lord please do this for me please do this for me and then it don't happen then we get mad at god not knowing it was the devil that sabotaged your blessing why because you didn't believe oh you should have heard that quietness right there watch the text watch the text he says for our struggle for our struggle, let me, let, me, let me tell you the first thing you got to know about this, who you're struggling with. First thing you got to know is this. Give me the first point. The reality of the struggle. Some of you don't think you're in a struggle. Some of us don't even know that we're wrestling. This word struggle means to wrestle, to be in a hand-to-hand -hand combat. Here's the thing. Don't live in denial that you have a spiritual battle. Stop thinking it's the person and realize the reality of it. I'm in a struggle. I'm in a fight. Don't live in denial but face the struggle but not from a human perspective. 
Don't think that it's that person, that person that cuts you off, that person at the job that, remember the relationships, right? The closest things, listen, the closest people to you and the weakest people to you are the ones he's going to use to try to destroy you. Are you with me? So I want to tell somebody here today that here's the reality. The reality of the struggle is you have a struggle. Are you with me? I'm going to say it one more time. The reality is that we are not going to live in denial again from today on. We're going to say, Pastor, I believe what you've said, that we have a struggle. And the struggle that we're in is spiritual. Write that down. You're not in a physical struggle. Listen, what you see manifesting in your body, stress, anxiety, you need pills for this and pills for that, and you need to be medicated and tranquilized and things like that. Can I help you with something? That is not the struggle. As a matter of fact, when you get on medicine, what you're doing is you are actually numbing the ability to be set free. You're locking the demons in. You're locking that demonic spirit in because anything links to pharmakia is witchcraft. Are you following me? Watch this. The, the doctor can't even tell you what's wrong. But can I tell you something? Your, your struggle is spiritual. Look what he says next. He says, your, our struggle is not, is what? Is not against what? Flesh and blood. So let me break that down for you. Flesh and blood means a human nature. To be, to be carnal-minded. Uh, it means a person. Are you with me? The devil wants us to direct our bitterness towards people. When we understand, second point, that our struggle, listen, can I say this to you? If you're angry right now at someone, you know, we talk about this, today's war day, so I'm talking straight up as a general, right? Got my stars on. I don't want to forgive them. Listen, you ain't even got to forgive them because guess what? It's not them. It is not the person. They didn't do it to you. So who you have to fight? You're fighting the wrong person. Satan wants you to fight the wrong person. He wants you to focus so much on what that person did to you when you were five, when you were three, when you were 15, when you were 18, when you went through a bad relationship, when that person broke your heart, when that person left a scar in your soul, he wants you to never forget what they have done, but I stopped by today to tell you, you got to declare to that situation that, that, and to that person, I am releasing you right now in the name of Jesus. I will no longer hold you hostage because it was never you. You were just, watch this, a medium being used by the devil to destroy me. 
So here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to pray for you. And today, right now, I am going to let you go. Forgiveness is easier when you understand who the battle is really with. It's important to remember this. The enemy wants you to focus on people and not God. He wants you to feel like the warfare that you're in is a physical fight, but it's actually a spiritual fight. Saints, I believe we'll see more victorious Christians if they take their focus off of flesh and blood. But you don't understand. I can't forgive them and forget. I can't forget. Do you know what they did to me? Watch this. You keep holding on to that memory. And what's going to happen is Satan is going to scheme his way in and hold you back from where God wants to take you. Because here's what I know about God. He will not take a bitter person. Lord have mercy. He will not take a broken person. Watch this. And give them what he has for them because they're going to treat it from a position of bitterness rather than blessing. Can I help you with something? There's power. Jesus, Jesus exemplified this on the cross. Oh, I wish I had a few of you up in here today. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they are doing. Can I help you with something? That person that hurt you, they were just a body being used. You say, but I can't believe what they did to me, and I can't believe it either. But can I help you with something? If they really knew what they were doing, come on, help me somebody. If they really, really knew what they were doing, come on somebody, they wouldn't do it, but stop by to tell you when that person is weak spiritually, when they have no Christianity in them, when they have carnality in them, can I help you with something? Here's what happens to them. They turn on you and they use you because that's all they know to do. Because they're being used by something else. How many believe that? Can I tell you something? Watch the text. Let me show you something. Look what he says. He says, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against what? Against, no, 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 no. But against what? But against what? The rulers. Let's stop right there. The rulers. So the third thing you need to know is that our struggle is with demons. Listen. Don't be so Baptist. And don't be over charismatic. Okay? Where you don't believe that demons exist. Okay? I was demon possessed. Lost my mind. Until I walked into Mount Gilead and I heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I was delivered from demons. But can I help somebody with something? You and I, sometimes we allow demons to affect us, to, to, watch this, to infiltrate us because we allow them in our circles. Listen, listen, let me say something. He says that the struggle is against what? 
rulers. You see this? Now, let me say this. Here's the problem. Many of us don't know how to fight spiritually. The devil knows, so what does he do? He works behind the scenes, creating distractions. Watch this. He says, when we fight people, mm -hmm, we are now standing with the devil, accomplishing his agenda. Watch this. The word rulers here means that this, so, so let me just say this. There are different levels of demonic activities. There are different levels of demonic uh, beings. Now let me tell you what a demon is. A demon is a fallen angel that's stuck in that condition forever. They operate through bodies. Lord have mercy. You didn't know you were sleeping with a demon. You didn't know you're working next to a demon. A demon will take over a body. They will take over a territory. They will even come into church if you let them. Are you with me? And what we don't realize is that we're fighting demons who rule the darkness. Listen, the word ruler here means chief. And here's what you got to realize, that the ruler you're fighting is a ruler of darkness. Now think about this. If you're fighting, see, some of you don't understand, right? But let me, let me break it down to you. The reason you're not winning is because you're dealing with a chief demon. Lord have mercy. The reason you're not winning, because that spirit is a ruling spirit. It's powerful. It's got forces beyond what you can do. What you can do in the flesh. But how we fight that ruling spirit, we, we start cussing. We start having bad attitudes. We start thinking, oh, it's the church. We start thinking it's the pastor. We start thinking because somebody's talking to you about some positive stuff. You think it's them. But watch this. But if you would come here Friday night and get on your knees. I wish I had somebody. If you would get on your knees and pray, you can stand against. Listen, them ruling spirits, I call it a takeover spirit. They come in. Disguise is light. Come on, say amen. Some of you dealt with them. And that's why, here's the way you deal with a ruling spirit. You ready? You have to make sure that Jesus is Lord and nothing else has first place in your life. Here's the thing. When you're fighting spiritual forces, you have to be careful not to depend on you. But the power of God's word. You, oh, by the way, all this, I rebuke you, Satan, that don't work. Okay, it doesn't, it doesn't work. But you have to rely on the, watch this, you have to rely on the power of the word. Okay, you have to rely on the persistence in prayer and consistency in prayer. You have to fast. You have to declare a fast so strong and so consistent that the devil, watch this, when he can't get, he can't get through that barrier. That's your shield. 
Here's the thing. I know a lot of people, they know all about this. Put on the full arm of God and all this other stuff. But they are POW. You got your full armor on, but you are a prisoner of Satan. How is that? How is that defeated? You ever, you ever just be sitting at home sometimes? You ever be sitting around just, just and you just want to cry? No, y'all ain't. <laughs> y'all don't want to be honest today. Nothing's wrong. You just, <laughs> you just, you, that's, that's a demon. That's a demon. That's a spirit. Dealing facts. You are blood-bought. Come on, somebody. Born again. Filled with the Holy Spirit. What you crying about? What are you crying about? But my emotions, the devil works, the, the ruling spirits works. Watch, watch the text. It says against powers. Against what? Watch this. The word powers there, it means superhuman force. It means a controlling spirit. It means strength. So this demon has strength. But watch this. When it says against rulers, against powers, okay, watch this now. Watch this. You ready for this? In other words, Satan wants authority over your life. But can I tell you something? He can't have what you don't give him. So the moment you give into that emotion, the moment you give in to that spirit of authority that Satan is ruling over you, then you, then you become a POW. And then you're trapped into thinking I can't do this. You feel defeated. Anybody ever felt defeated? I mean, you just feel defeated, like defeated. That's the spirit. Why? Why do I say that? Here's a promise. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. But when you're held captive, you don't believe that. So what the enemy does, he gets you to doubt, write it down, to doubt the word, to doubt God, and to doubt your deliverance. He does. Doubt God, doubt the word, and doubt your deliverance. Satan can only do what we allow him to do. When we give him authority, when we allow that spirit that comes in, watch this, that spirit of darkness to come in, that, that, that ruling spirit, amen, that against the powers, he says, and against world forces. Watch this now. Against what? World forces. Watch this. Give me that third point. See, you, you and I, we're not, listen, we're in a fight, y'all. But see, the thing I told you, see, this may make you feel like, man, I'm defeated, man. I'm, shoot, I'm. No, you're not. Because here's the thing. You've already won. Okay? You've got to just play the game through. But watch this. Watch this. 
He says, and, and the reason I say that our struggle is with Satan is because the word here where it says, where it says world forces, that word is the epitome of Satan. Satan is the ruler of what? This world. No. See, what Satan does is he has them demons ruling darkness and he rules the if I rule the world, I'm, I'm sorry. Imagine that. So he has his demons ruling darkness, and he's ruling the world. What is he good at? He will always show you something from a distance. Because when you get close up to it, you see how fake it is. And so what he does is he keeps you far away and have you liking stuff, but you don't know the whole story. That's why you got Instagram, Snapchat, um, Facebook, not Facebook really, but uh, TikTok. Watch this. He wants you to see, oh, look what she has. Oh, look what they have. See? Because he's the, watch what it says, against the rulers, against the powers, against world what? Forces. That word world means an orderly arrangement. Satan rules the world. And anything that is connected to Satan is dark. Watch this. It's important that you examine everything before you get involved in it. See? But here's the thing. Your struggle is not with people. I'm going to say it one more time. You say, Pastor, what's the problem? Here's the thing. You know what happens in most churches today? They're so caught up in teaching people how to uh, get along in their relationships and positive thinking and um, uh, prosperity and success and balance and all these things that we're so interested in, right? But what they're not equipping us for is for the fight that we're really in. So Satan's like, I'm not bothered with that church, but I am bothered with vision. Because anytime you expose the enemy, oh, if you only knew what I had to do to get here today, if you only knew what I had to do to get here from Monday to Sunday. You understand what I'm saying? I had to literally hide myself. I had to isolate myself because I already know. I already know. Why did that pastor get shot? Whatever he had to deliver, the devil snuffed him out and silenced him. Whenever you stand on truth, whenever you expose the devil... Stop cussing your, your, the people around. Stop being angry with the people who make you mad. Listen, stop that. Listen, it's not them. And that's where he's happy. You know what he does? You know what else he does? He has you come to church and he has you looking at people sideways. She didn't say hi to me today. She didn't do this. You know, he didn't say nothing to me today. You see how he looked at me? So That's what he wants you to think. It ain't nobody in this church. Can I tell you something? I've learned this many years ago, but watch this. Here's where I'm going with this, okay? Here's the thing. This is the reason why people leave this church. 
and they could always come back because I know it's not them. I never, I told my wife this yesterday, I never, I don't know what it is. Since the Lord saved me, I cannot hold a grudge because I understand it was the devil using that person. Whatever reason Satan was trying to destroy you, he got in. And he got in through that person. But it's not them. It's the struggle with Satan. Are you with me? The devil only knows darkness, y'all. And when it comes to your faith, watch this, he will use, watch this, his limited power of darkness to defeat you. You got to understand the nature of your struggle. The nature of your struggle is that it's against world forces of this darkness. Watch what it says next. I got three minutes. Watch what it says. You ready? He says, what is it against now? World forces of this darkness against what? Spiritual what? Forces. Spiritual forces of what? So the next thing is, our struggle spiritual. Listen, the word there when it says against, are you seeing it? So check this out. You got demons ruling darkness. You got Satan ruling the world. And then you have another force, another level of demonic activity. So he puts his demonic activity dealing with the forces. You know what the forces is? You know what the forces does? Your mind. He messes with your mind. This level of demonic spiritual warfare, they attack the mind from all angles. Right? Next sermon, I'm going to show you how to, be, how to get dressed for battle. Watch this. It, it's a spiritual force that comes around your mind. Even if you reading the word of God, even if you praying, if you're doing all that kind of stuff, it's a, and, but, but here's the thing. But if you're not spiritual, now watch this. Some of us think we're spiritual. We believe we're spiritual. But we're telling people stuff that we ain't living. Here's how you become spiritual. Live what you teach. Live what you read. That's the only way you can really stand against, listen, listen, can I say this to you? That spiritual, notice the word force. It's a what? It's a force. And it's a force to be re what? Reckoned with. What are you? Star Trek, right? May the force be with you. <laughs> what force are they talking about? Huh? Let me tell you how the forces work, the spiritual forces. It comes through music. <laughs> it comes through uh, magazines. It comes through Netflix series, Prime series, Hulu series, whatever streaming service series it comes from. It comes and it gets you to live in fantasy rather than reality. Oh, I wish I had what they had. I wish I had to relate. How in the world the world is going to teach you how to have a good relationship? I'm just asking. Listen, he says it's not carnal 
And that's the key to remember when it says spiritual forces of wickedness. You see that? The word for forces means world ruler. Wickedness is after the spirit of man. The part of man that's destined to worship and serve God. So he's going to try to taint your spirit about worship. Ah, you ain't got to go to church. You ain't got to do this. I already told you. He wants you to think that it's somebody in this building that done messed you up. But ain't nobody in here messing with you. Matter of fact, ain't nobody thinking about you. In that way. But when the spiritual forces come in, watch this, they're after your mind. Look what he says, lastly. All right? All right. He says the spiritual forces of wickedness where? Where, y'all? In the what? So why are you cussing everybody out? Why are you mad? Why can't, can't you forgive? Why can't you forget? You thinking your battle is up here, down here. This person did this to me. No. Your battle is up there. So the last thing you have to realize is this. That our struggle can only be won in the spiritual realm. So you know what? I believe I believe God allows the battles that you're going through so that you can become more spiritual. The only way for you to become more spiritual is not read more. It's not memorize more. I know people that memorize, but they ain't got nothing spiritual about them. Always saying crazy stuff out their mouth and stuff like that because they're not spiritual. The fight can only be won in the spiritual realm. What does that mean, Pastor? That means you got to pray. That means you got to fast. That means you got to read. That means you got to apply and you got to repeat it over again. You got to pray. You got to read. You got to worship. You got to remember. You got to do it all over again. The struggle has been going on for a long time, y'all. And one thing you must remember the battle is in the heavenly realms. The battle is up there where we will go eventually. The one thing we can do is trust in God's power. Operate in his word. Come on, somebody. When the struggle shows up, you got to say, no, it ain't with you. I know you said something to me that I really don't like, but guess what? Why do you think marriages are so, why do you think Christians are getting divorced now. Why do you think Christians aren't getting along now? Because the devil knows that if he, if it watches, if you can keep focusing on what was done to you and not what was going on in heaven and not knowing that it was a demonic spirit that showed up in your situation, it was demons, it was spiritual forces that launched its attack against you. And guess what? He can keep you defeated but I stopped by to tell you that you got to understand that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world thank God that I know now that my fight is not with you my fight is in heavenly places so what do I got to do I got to get on my knees I got to thank the Lord for what I've been through for what I'm going through 
I'm not going to blame my mama. I'm not going to blame my daddy. I'm not going to blame my pastor. I'm not going to blame my sister. I'm not going to blame my ex-husband or my ex-wife, my cousin, my aunt, or whoever it is. But what I realized that what happened to me was to make me better. Do I have a witness here? Do I have anybody here that understand what I'm talking about? Anybody here ready to declare war on your circumstance, on the situations that you're dealing with? I stop by to tell you that you got to trust and believe that God will bring you through. Finally, brethren, whatever is good, whatever's right, whatever's honorable, focus on those things. Stop being negative. Stop talking negative because you're just pulling yourself down. Stop having a pity party. What happened to you was supposed to happen to you. You don't realize it was the devil. It wasn't God. It wasn't the person next to you. It wasn't the person before you. It was the devil and he's trying to destroy you. One day, there was a lady, a group of believers, they came together and the question was asked, literally, if you could be a part of the body of Christ, which part would you want to be? One person said, I wanted to be the head. The other person said, I wanted to be the feet, the arm. And finally, an old lady came and she said, you tell you what, to their astonishment, she said, I want to be the heel. I wish I had somebody. And when she asked, for what reason do you want to be the heel? She said, she said, I want to be like Jesus. Because I know Jesus bruised Satan's head with his heel. Do I have anybody here that want to be the heel right now? Romans 16, 20 says, the God of all peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of the Lord be with you. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions all over, all over the power of the enemy. And nothing, I said nothing, will injure you. James 4, 7 says, Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. Romans 12, 12 says, For this I rejoice, O heavens, woe to the earth and sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing he only has a short time. Do I have anybody who understand what I just told you? He is crushed. He is defeated. He is done. He is finito. He is done. Adios. Get out of here. You are defeated. Crushed. No longer have power over my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because 2,000 years ago, on a hill called Calvary, they hung him high. Dropped him low, put him in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power to crush, to crush, to defeat the devil.
For our struggle is not with people. Hallelujah. Stop making your fight with people. Stop accusing people of stuff that you got made up stuff in your mind with. It's not with people. Don't allow a demon to cause you to get trumped up. Thinking stuff that ain't real. The Bible says you can tell a tree by the fruit fruit it bears. And if you've been around a person long enough to see their fruit and then you start tripping with them, something is wrong with you. I look at the fruit. We we may have some bad days. I believe we're going to be a better church. A better people, a better marriage. Some of our marriages jacked up. Better people. Why? Because we understand who our struggles really with. We needed spiritual warfare. We needed to talk about this because the devil has some of us locked in a prison. Doors wide open, but you can't even get out. You can walk out today. Today, the doors are open. And you can walk out of that. You're so frustrated about your spouse. So frustrated. She won't change. He won't change. He won't do this. They won't do that. But it ain't them. Get together and fast. Get together and fast together. Stand against the spiritual wickedness and forces that's been standing against you. If you're here today and you want to be set free, you want to be released from being a prisoner of war, would you come today? I want to pray for you to be released. It is not the person. It's not the person. It's not the person. 